I'm hitting my target, I feel like I'm hardened. Get green like the garden. I'm soft like New Orleans, get it jumping. They're calling me Zion. Constrict shit like a python. Tip-toe down the pipeline. Yo, hello. I like that energy. Nice and early, Z. Yep, yep. Halloween's finally over. How you doing, man? How you been? Good, good. Movember has just started. It's time to grow out those stashes, boys. Oh, yeah. Are you going to keep the whole beard or just go stash? What's the thoughts? I'll probably go beard halfway through yeah. and then get real creepy the last two weeks. Ooh, I like that. Right, right when the family comes over, they're like, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Hey, well, welcome to the show, folks. Welcome Appreciate back. you guys uh, always tuning in and listening to our bullshit when we have uh, the time to sit down and chat with each other about how mediocre dads we are. But I uh, do appreciate you guys. You're with uh, Shano the Insano, Johnny Z. You guys know him well. And, of course, our intern, Jake. Jake, what up, dude? Nothing much. That's enough. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so so we've been uh, like three or four weeks in a row recording, yeah. so yeah. things are good. So you're talking about Halloween. So what's going on? Well, one thing that annoys me about Halloween now is you got all these different neighborhoods choosing days to go trick-or-treating. Yeah. It, it should be one day, right? Do we should all agree be. on that? I agree. Just one day okay you got kids just jumping neighborhoods on saturdays and sundays and staying out obviously the older kids will stay out till 7 to 8 30 they'll take it to the last last little spot right until that light turns off right but when you do the first night it's like only for an hour and a half to two hours the young kids go and then boom you're done right but the second night you're like okay i'm completely over this shit yeah, uh, two nights is a lot for kids to run around and get fucking candy in the kids first are, place. Kids are, the kids are like starting to get, their sugar highs are starting to come down. They're complaining. They've been up all day excited for this. You try to get them to go to bed. You can't because they're pretty much on cocaine from the candy. And it's <laughs> or just, the cocaine. or Yeah, or that. Someone slipped it in the bowl. But anyways, it gets annoying, man. Yeah. I always had such a problem with the idea that somebody was like, like some titan of industry drug dealer was like, you know what? I'm going to... I'm going to waste margin and I'm just going to throw drugs away into these, into this candy. Right. And then you come to find out, you know, it's the whole parents checking for candy is just checking for glass and whatever yeah. the hell else is you're looking for. I mean, or their favorite candy or right. their favorite candy. The one thing I do like that what people are starting to do now is have an adult station. So, yes. you know, these dads and moms are walking around. Ooh, there she oh, is. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, you walk up to these houses and, and adults got shots, beers, all kinds of stuff for adults, right? So Halloween is starting to take a notch up in that sense. Yeah, but I think, well, it kind of gets, I kind of get why some of the neighborhoods would do it sometimes. Like sometimes, like this year, it was on a Sunday night, so it's a school night, which it is. I mean, that's how it happens right. sometimes. But then Saturday night, it kind of leads to some more like shenanigans for the adults, right? Yeah. So yep. for what you did. You went over to a front, uh, one of our buddies' places, and you guys were all set up in the front driveway there and, you know, sit around the fire, shoot some beers, have a good time while the kids walk by. And so. I was going to ask that, when did that start? I feel I feel like that's been starting the last two or three years, I've noticed. The fire pits in the driveway yeah. and all that? Yeah. Yep. I have not noticed that. I was surprised that we didn't see more golf carts in we the neighborhoods. I agree. I only saw two. I thought that'd be a big thing, but... Is that a flex move? 
Kind of. The ours is up at the lake, so I don't think it would it would be such a nightmare to like put it into the you know, to bring it back just for Halloween, but it must be something that people see our neighborhood's small enough you don't really need one, but like some of those big ass neighborhoods that are all connected. Right. You know, if you got friends that are in the neighborhood but it's like a ten minute, fifteen minute walk, maybe throwing a golf cart in is kind of a fun idea to do. Yeah, I was I kinda look at it when I saw a couple of the dads driving them around, I'm like this dude is just totally flexing right now in the neighborhood. Well, the total flex is if we have the dope ass golf cart. True, true. You know, so I mean, are we speaking Spanish to you right now? I mean, you've been. I mean, you recently stopped uh, trick or treating. <laughs> so no, but, no, you're not speaking a foreign language to me. But I think it's uh, going on three podcasts in a row that we've talked about Halloween. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. That is true. What were you? What, what? Oh, yeah. What were you this year? For Halloween. Um, I was an injured Robert Griffin III just because I had the jersey and I had a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> and I had crutches. Did anyone get it? Um, I mean, You'd have yeah. to because you had the jersey on, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, I, I, it, was, uh, at, it was to work. So, you know, we had our, our party and whatnot. It, it wasn't going to be uh, Shania Twain or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> coming from Travis, but what'd your um old lady friend dress up as? Um she she didn't dress up as anything cuz we we didn't like go out and have party or anything. Would so. you guys do, why not? Would you guys do? I had that uh set up out of town. Oh, that whole mm, thing. That's yeah, right. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Really an adult over here, you know what I mean? Didn't even celebrate. <sighs> Boring. Wow. But we were in Florida. We got back on Saturday, so we didn't do shit either, but Wait, so who, like, did your kids get to do stuff then? Not Saturday night, but on Sunday they did. Okay, I mean, that's good. Reigns was dressed as a Mario. My wife painted a huge mustache on him. was cracking me <laughs> up. And these big, ridiculous eyebrows. Pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good time on Sunday. Whatever, you know, yeah. it is what it is. But what I'm... The scariest thing, the spookiest thing that I saw from this weekend was American Airlines... Canceled like 600 flights on Sunday. Oh, my God. All because of short staffing, which is funny because we flew back on American on Saturday. So, I mean, that's where you're talking about. Like, this is so insane right now with the amount of people that aren't showing up to work. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see it. You see it like I'm like, especially when we go out and like get cigars laid or play poker and you want to grab some food on the way home because it's been like, you know, it's two or three in the morning. You're not really drunk or anything. You've just been hanging out all night. And nothing's open because there's no, there's no one to work. Right. Right. And then, you, and then you look at it from, this, from American Airlines perspective, and you're talking about that many flights being grounded. I mean, that's it's insane. I'm surprised that we didn't know anybody that had them canceled. You know what I mean? Didn't, didn't Southwest go on strike? I don't know. I haven't seen anything about that. But I do have the... I'm, I'm pretty sure they went on strike, right, because of the, the mandate of getting the shot. Oh, really? Were they doing that too? Yep. Jesus. I man. think that's happening kind of across the board for, like, every industry. That's wild. That is wild. But, man, 600 flights? Man, there's got, there's got to be a bunch of uh, flight attendant dads out there that are just... Dropping the ball right now for everyone. Dude, that's twelve percent of their flights was canceled. <laughs> that's so insane. And and first off, let's talk about the that's probably the lowest percentage of dads is married to a flight a flight attendant. What do you mean? That's Ma- married to a flight attendant. What about 
just the flight you attendant himself being the dad. You mean the dad is the the flight attendant? What? Do, I don't. I don't think it's a high number. There's no I way. Don't. You there's gotta, no way. There's, I don't get real dad vibes from the flight attendants that I've met. Yeah, flying. same. And I fly quite a bit. Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm not a lot of dad but, vibes. But the the lowest percentage. I mean, there's got to be some really low percentage careers out there for dads. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what would what would they be then? What would be some of the lowest like dad dad jobs? Dad jobs. Like what's something like that, anybody that's still a blacksmith? <laughs> White Smith. <laughs> Sorry. It's a, a bi- white Smith. It's biracial Smith. <laughs> biracial Smith. Jeez. But blacksmith's probably is a low a low percentage. What else? That's a great question, man. Um It's hard to think. I mean That's hard. Blacksmith. What else is like an old job that just isn't around anymore? A VCR manufacturer. Like a, oh my dad works at the old VCR plant down the street. I like a sewer? No, because you got dudes that still do, I guess, like suits. Yeah, uh, yeah. A, a guy that makes like a, a tailor. A, a seamstress. Yeah, a t- yeah, you got a tailor. So a he's, tailor. He's no, that's, that's a higher percentage, I'm sure. It's so not a higher I don't think but. it's because it's like an outdated job, but like a, like a butler. That's like a full-time butler. I feel like it's kind of hard to have a family. You know what I mean? That's true. Oh, yeah, because they are your family, your job. Mm-hmm. So butler, a blacksmith, what else? Man, we have no butlers listening. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, if you're a butler, we want you to reach out. <laughs> send us a video. <laughs> Did anybody send us anything on Instagram this week? Um, two, I don't think so. I think that was mine. Damn. Super we sad. suck. Super yeah. sad. <laughs> oh, I, think it's, I think it's the uh, pure laziness of not just our listeners, but uh, just people in general to where... That link in our bio that yeah. like says you can send in a voice thing, you click it, and then <laughs> you can record it and like type all this stuff out, and then it says make an account. Oh, <laughs> oh brutal! No. We gotta change that. Do you know how many people? We just need people just to send us. In, oh yeah, they just need to send us the Instagram video though. That's true. Just tag us and stuff. DM us, guys. We don't care. All right. So lowest percentage of jobs: blacksmith. What's lower? Butler. I think. Give lower. me another one. VCR manufacturer. <laughs> VCR um, That's a tough question man It is Damn What are some outdated stuff That are dads What about like um, oh, the uh, A dude working a hotel lobby Oh like a uh, Oh my gosh What's that called A bellhop Oh bellhop That's probably uh, No those are dads I see them all the time Cause those Those are actually Dads like second jobs Like m- making extra cash On the weekends Yeah no no I was, I was trying to think Of the word for him I don't know What you're thinking I was thinking of the guy That you talk to That like knows Where everything is And oh. the, the front desk yeah, No it's It's uh it, on, In the office When he goes To an international Business trip To Canada Michael Scott does And he falls in love With the chick That's uh Oh oh uh I can't remember what that's called though. Oh yeah, like concierge. No concierge. You got oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, a concierge. <laughs> no, I think blacksmith is less than concierge. Don't doubt yourself, man. You got it right. Oh, thank you. This is a tough question. <laughs> so you got a hotel a hotel lobby. Blacksmithing Black. is pretty funny. Butler. This kind of reminds me of that game I was telling you guys about on one of the other podcasts about Nick of Time. The game we used to play about our buddy Nick. Where we just put oh, Nick yeah. in like weird positions. <laughs> like, oh, could you imagine Nick if he was like a dolphin trainer? 
Are we just is that there? a dad job? That <laughs> could be. No, it might not be though, because like the dolphins are are your kids. Right? Also, maybe maybe they don't have a full family because they just give it all up to the dolphin. Yeah, maybe. We actually have a young woman who was in our wedding party. Mm-hmm. Who? Yeah, her has dedicated her whole life to that white beluga. Wh- isn't yeah. a beluga whale yeah, Kelsey, in Atlanta? Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey, yeah. I, she was on a flight coming back from Atlanta. I saw her. Oh, you did? She sat right in front of me. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. We talked pretty much the whole time. It made the <laughs> flight go fast. But but yeah, her whole life is dedicated to those animals. That's hilarious. Yeah. Jake's whole life is dedicated to us as animals. Is that right, Jake? To you guys? Yeah. As animals? Yeah. You guys are my animals? <laughs> I feel like that pretty sometimes. Much. Yeah. For your family. You know what? Now that you say it, it is kind of the same thing like... You know, I've had some pets. I have to keep their food and drinks and stuff like that. It's it's kind of the same thing. True. Yeah, you're right. Shane, if you could uh, ash in the asher, <laughs> that would be great. I like letting her go long, like an old lady from like the 1920s. I just fall, I just watched that fall down your shirt and rolled all the way down like a tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was watching an old western. I thought I was about to hear the cowboy music and everything. <laughs> Here's the the deal. So my (laughs) thing from this year that I have, I haven't decided if I hate it or love it yet. So I'd love to get your guys' input. The family costumes. Are you guys all in on the family costumes? Am I just like an old crotchety grandpa when it comes to the things or what do you, what are your thoughts? If it's done right, it looks good. Yeah. But if you're like half assing it and it just looks like shit, then I'm I'm on the same page as you. Yeah. Right. So I've done two family ones. But we always do like a video. Yeah, you to always add, a bunch to, of... to add humor to it, right? Yeah. So like we did Avengers, but we made it Z Avengers with a Z. Yeah. And they all dressed up as the characters. And then we also did um Sesame Street, but like we made it like human wise, like I was Big Bird taking a shit reading the newspaper. You know, stuff like yeah. that. You know what this I mean? Year, I, this year, you went to, for Halloween as a guy that I think has less followers than you do <laughs> on Instagram. Do not disrespect. So let's talk about that for a second. Do not disrespect the disc champion of 2021, James Conrad. <laughs> Have you seen the pictures of this? Yeah. It's insane. What made you think to do that? And is it weird that you have more followers than he does? Um, it is weird. Well, me the lighter, First right? of all. You're very no. worried about that dude's followers. <laughs> it's so weird because the guy's being like, someone's going to send him a video like, hey, this guy went as you as Halloween. He's like, what? It'd be like if one of, if someone's like, hey, Shane, someone went as you as Halloween. I'm like, oh, is it somebody I know? They're like, no, not at all. Somebody on the opposite side of the country that has no idea. Well, it's you, like so weird. They shaved their head, Shane. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Well, you've known me for a, a long time now, man. If, if something's popular and it's a weird character... I just fall completely in love with it. Like last year, you know, the last dance came out right, right before the summer. And that bodyguard of Jordan's was the biggest meme. Oh yeah. The blonde guy, the guy with the jury curl, like fell in love with that character. Right. So a couple months ago, this dude makes a phenomenal shot and he just blows up overnight to win the disc championship. He has to ace this hole to win. And it's the 18th uh, thing. So he makes this shot. It's all over ESPN, Barstool, <laughs> Fox Sports, everywhere, right? But, like, it went away. And that's what I love about Halloween is, like, the last dance that John Wozniak was back in June. 
And when you bring it back in October and those hilarious characters, it just takes off. So the one costume I knew, the two costumes I knew that a lot of people were going to be were Squid Game, obviously. Yeah. Those jumpsuits. And then the Island Boys. I saw a ton of Island Boys. Dude, I hate, I hate that so much. It <laughs> but, makes me feel so uncomfortable. But you knew, you knew people were going to be them. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. But that's how I go about cons. But back to your question, the family thing, if it's done right, it looks great. If it's half-assed, you get pissed. Yeah. And my biggest thing about Halloween is someone has to ask you what the fuck you are, trash it, and go home. You know, it's funny you say that. <laughs> One of my favorite costumes I ever had was when I was Facebook. And it was like, it was freshman year of college. So it was like right when Facebook came out. And I just bought a new desk. So I used the table and then I painted it white and made it look like the Facebook home screen. Yeah. And then I had a marker tied to like a string and you could like sign my wall. Cause that's like what it was. Leave back a comment. Then. Leave a comment. Yeah. On my wall. <laughs> And the the comments that next morning were like uh, absurd. The what people were leaving, but we did that down at IU. Yeah, yeah. and that was just so much fun because too, you're like dancing with chicks, and I'm like literally couldn't even move because it was just like a gigantic square. <laughs> <laughs> just bumping into everybody. Yeah, it's, everyone was pretty annoyed. But yeah, that's it. That's the, my whole thing too. Because I was looking at that, you know, on Instagram, I'm like, God, I hate these some of those. Yeah. I think the ones that are more cringeworthy are the Christmas pajamas. Yeah, I my uh, my my brother in law who I love dearly, and my sister in law or my sister in law and her husband, who I love dearly, are big matching PJ people. We'll never understand it. There's zero zero humor behind that. Right, it's laziness. Well, here's what happened with us for Christmas. So, him and his wife and all the kids, they all had matching white like polar bear pajamas. And, like, bright white polar bear. You pull up the hood, and it's like a polar bear's head. Mm -hmm. So I got him and my other brother and my other sister-in-law's husband. I know they're not technically brother-in-laws at that point, but my two brother-in-laws, I get them knives. So my one brother-in-law carries a knife, so he knows what's going on. So he opens it up. He's pumped. Um, Some badass Kershaws that I got online. And then my one brother-in-law is dressed like a polar bear. An all white onesie goes to open up the knife and flips it open the wrong way and cuts like a three inch gash across his palm. This is Christmas Eve. We're all sitting around the basement getting ready to open up presents with the whole family. Oh my god! All of a sudden, his there's blood all over the place. It looks like a triple homicide of poachers trying to kill a polar bear. <laughs> And his wife ends up, she, I know she was so pissing me too. Cause I was just like, he's fine. He's fine. You know, I'm like fucking half popped. I'm like, he's fine. Just super glue it. He's fine. Super glue it. <laughs> She's like, we're not going to super glue it. We're not going to super glue it. And they left to the emergency room and yeah, had to and get him like, stitch up on, on Christmas Eve dressed like, as polar so, bears. They're like, sorry, uh, <laughs> you actually have to take him to the vet. We don't. <laughs> We don't operate on animals, ma'am. <laughs> Man, we don't we don't do any surgery on polar bears, yeah. but they looked great as polar bears. But then you know, covered in blood, it was pretty pretty. <laughs> there's some good comedy there, but yeah. Just, but yeah, the PJ thing is a little. What do you got there? Is that the pajama photo? Yep. <laughs> we do we do it uh, every year for Christmas. <laughs> Oh Your whole gosh. family matches pajamas? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, I dude. Knew I knew something was up with you guys. Well, yeah. but Everything's I mean, starting to add up. Everything's, <laughs> Everything's really starting, starting to add up. up. Well, you guys don't have, like, 
It's like what matching pajamas? No, no, no. There's like how many? How many people is that for you? Five. Five for me. It's like if like you know people bringing people's wives and husbands and shit. It's like fifteen people. See, that's what I'm saying. If I'm the brother-in-law, <laughs> you have an army. No fucking way are you getting me in that photo. If I'm the brother, like if I'm coming over, I'm the cool uncle. You know what I mean? And they're like, "Hey, man, we got this family photo that we do every year. You got to wear the pajamas." I'm like, I'm like, I I'm like listen there. here, Steve. No, the fuck, I'm not. <laughs> Steve, <laughs> does that the father-in-law? You're like, listen, Steve. And I love. Hey, don't get me wrong. And I love costumes. Love dressing up. But ain't doing the fucking pajama family photo. That's wild that all 18 of you do it. <laughs> so all 25 of us. <laughs> the, nine, the, nine, the number keeps getting bigger. No, I mean, well, that's the thing, too. It's like we will go and actually hang out with my, uh, like, my like cousins and whatnot. And like, so all the families have their own families that they buy the pajamas for. And so it's kind of like a contest <laughs> to, oh see my gosh. to see who's going to have the best. So I'm shocked. But they're you, all the same. Yeah. What do you mean? No, Are no, they no, not all the no, same no, no, like, like, pajamas? Like my siblings and parents and like everyone, we have ours. But then like my cousins, they will have theirs with their families. And then there's like five families that come together. So they all have each. each so what constitutes a better, like a, a winning pajama matching yeah. thing? Because you're like when polar taking, bears win it. Yeah. You're clearly taking I mean, photos yeah, pro- in the changing probably. room. What? Like I got, I got this one. You guys think this is a good one this oh, year? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's mainly my sisters. It's okay. not like I really fucking did it. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, bullshit, <laughs> dude. They just be like, "What size of pants are you?" I'm like, "I, I, don't, I don't know." They're like forty six. Just kind of. Is is that number like? Do you think that that's like a really funny number for me? Is that because it, it's, it's funny? Because you'd probably is like that, like way smaller for you. Forty six <laughs> for me is a solid size. For you, you're probably going home, going hey, to your your old lady. You're going, hey, honey, do do these pants look smaller? Should I? Because you'll take it seriously and you'll be worrying about it. Like I, I want to be comfortable. like three days from now, you're gonna say something to me like, "Hey, man, do, like, were you serious about the thing? Like, do you think that <laughs> I don't give a shit? I have so many pairs of pajama pants now that I can just <laughs> relax. Like, in. babe, you don't understand. This is a family tradition. Like, this ass has got to look good in the family photo. <laughs> like, it's a 34, right? How it's a 34, right? So, the, does the she 32. is she gonna dress? This year, the the girlfriend oh, is she going to dress yes. in the PJs? Damn, just putting me on the spot. Um, oh, not sure yet. We're, we're who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Well, she didn't dress up for Halloween, so it's probably a no. Mm, true. Ooh. Well, well, I mean, she didn't because we didn't go anywhere. So, do you think she would? She'll dress and she do said, the whole she, thing. She said she's not the biggest uh, costume person. Like she's never been super into it. Ooh. And yeah, and then you guys were saying like, what do you think about the? group costumes and stuff like that. Like, yes, I agree. If it's done correctly, absolutely. But I would honestly rather just be something really funny and outrageous myself. So do you guys do the church on, on, do you like the midnight mass or anything like that? Uh, do you yeah. guys do a service together? Yeah, we would usually, oh, that's always a big debate too. It's like knock it out that night, you know what I mean? Or have to wake up the next morning for Christmas. Ugh. I, I think as I got older, I just wanted to just, I'll be like, all right, whatever, we'll just wake up. But like little kids, we would always have to stay up for yeah. mass that night. We always did midnight mass. Same. You went with me to midnight mass yep. a few times. Yep. We were always big midnight mass. We'd come back home. My mom had like food and stuff and we'd all hang out. But um, one of the, uh, Jesus, 
One of the other things too, though, about that is again, yeah, Jesus, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about that too is like it was more fun, especially at that age, like our early twenties, like staying up, having some drinks, having a good time. But now with the family too, you got to think about the kids. So we've been doing like the four or five o'clock mass with the kids, get yeah. them ready to go. Then you do the the Christmas Eve thing, and then you're all set. What's funny too is like if you didn't show up to the night before or Christmas morning or Easter, like people knew you didn't show up for Christmas mass or Easter mass. Well, you can't do both. You can't miss both. That's what I'm saying. It, it's like almost sacrilegious to miss either of those. <laughs> I think it's sacrilegious to only go to those. <laughs> only go. To those. It is, no, it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it is. The normal church. Chur- churchgoers like judge the right not hell but <laughs> they judge <laughs> the heaven out of you i guess <laughs> but like no yeah they, they yeah. You're, you're looked down upon it's funny time. it's funny with friends and like i married a catholic you didn't z so no. is she like what are we doing what are you talking about why does this even ever come up yeah like yeah what, like what are you talking there's about no, like midnight christian services are there i don't even know if that's a thing does anybody yeah, there know is. there is there is yeah so Wait, so she's not Catholic? No, she's Christian. So what are you going to do like uh, when you're in heaven and she's in hell? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to go. I've asked right her now. about it. I asked her about it. Um, no, that's a good question, though. This is a great question. I've actually, You know what's funny is I've actually answered this question numerous times. Interesting. So everyone will ask, what are you guys going to do? What are you going to do? Why are you doing the baptisms, all this and that, right? We actually meet in the middle with the churches. So everything as far as that's very, very important as far as the baptism, first communion, confirmation, all that will be done in the Catholic church. So when you go to the like pathways and stuff, the Christian church where, where they do baptisms and stuff, it's, and I'm not trying to like look down upon religion, but it's kind of like a circus, man. They're doing it like in kiddie pools in this and that they're not doing it in like the fountain inside the Catholic church. So stuff like that kind of irritates me. Also stuff that kind of irritates me in, in the um, pathways and stuff like that is you'll see people wearing hats. Hats in a church. Or they'll have coffees and stuff. Yeah, they'll be a, like, yeah huh? full-on coffee. This thing. But another thing that I can say positive about the Christian church is the message and everything is so positive. Right? It's always just so positive. And what that church has done for my mom, because my mom was a diehard Catholic all right. the way through. She recently switched probably six, seven years ago and is, is obsessed with it. She goes every Sunday, all Wait. because of the message and all that. So the Catholic side of it, right, a lot of the messaging is looked down upon, you're a sinner, this and this and this. It, it really is. I mean, go listen to a Catholic. I want you, if you guys ever have time, because you can't do it on the same day, go to a Catholic Mass, listen to the message, then go to Pathways and listen to their message. It's, it's night and day. Yeah. It's crazy, right? But I was brought up in the Catholic Church, so all I know is this is how I'm supposed to be. This is how I was raised. This is all I know. But when you start to go around to these different churches, you see different things that people relate to. Yeah. It's crazy. All the atheist dads out there are pissed right now at this conversation. <laughs> yeah, sorry I took a turn there, but I really do get asked that question a lot because everyone's like, are you sending your boys to Vincent's? Yeah. You know what I mean? And the public schools are right there across the street from us, which is a great schooling system too. Yeah. North, Northeast Allen County is a great school system. 
Yeah, but I think the thing, too, that's important here is just making sure that you're, like, leading by solid example with the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? From the start, regardless of if you take your ch- kids to church or you raise them to church or not, but just making sure that you're giving that positive reinforcement to them of like from your actions right so making sure that the things that you do and we're all not you know we're all not perfect for sure but it's you know making sure that the kids do see like that you're you know respectable to people you um you kind of you know one of my main things is following that golden rule too for them too is like making sure that you treat people the way that you want to be treated and regardless as if you do the church thing or not do the church thing it, it you know obviously to me i like the structure of it i appreciate it i you know I got to be put in the religion by choice, not by, you know, I wasn't like born into it like that. So, you know, it's a different, I look at it in a little different way than some of the other people might. But for me, like I know some really great people that don't go to church. That's just what it is. Or they don't agree with some of the the business tactics that some of these churches take on. And, you know, you see this all the time, especially like with some of the large Christian churches too, it becomes such a business you know, and that can turn people off too, especially when something's supposed to be not about the money. Right. Right. And you see how much money gets spent. I follow a guy on Instagram that like posts, um, it's something to do with shoes. So he, what he does is he finds pastors and he posts pictures of their outfits or their shoes and then tells you how much those cost. And it's interesting to see, cause it'll be like a, you know, a pastor, a young pastors giving a sermon or whatever you call it in that church, in the church. And he'll pull, you know, zoom in on the shoes and then show you what type of shoes. It's like, oh, those are a $3,800 pair of, you know, Nike Jordans or something like that. Yeezys. Yeezys or something. And it's like, damn. Right. To me, you know, everyone's valuable and I'm not going to like ever really talk down how people make their money. But like if, if you're providing value to a bunch of people and, and it's worth it, maybe you do get paid that much because you're that good at what you do. I don't know. You know, I'm not going to poo poo what someone's doing, but you know, thinking about it from the Catholic standpoint too, like I know some of our priests in our diocese that have pretty sick cribs. I know they live (laughs) there with a couple other priests, but like, right. You know, they got some pretty sick houses and stuff like that and cars. And it's like, you know, some of them might've done things on the side. I know one of them's, you know, teaches at Notre Dame. So maybe there's income that comes in from that. I don't know how all that works, but like, you know, I'm not going to, shun somebody away you know pun intended you know away from anything like that but i think what really gets me interested now with religion are some of the stuff that you don't learn about in the mainstream like for me like the amish church is something that really interested me because it's like i know a family that used to own a sawmill here in in northeast indiana and got kicked out of the church because of some of the things that they were practicing using some of the more modern technology in their businesses and their personal lives. And they end up getting kicked out of the church. That's wild. Like that to me is a crazy ass thing. Right. And that's a whole new level to like, like we don't, do you know anybody that got kicked out of the Catholic church for using a cell phone? (laughs) You know, that's just kind of, or just doing anything, you know? Yeah. uh, yeah. That, that, I mean, it happens. You know, somebody that has got kicked out of the church. Well, it's like, they'll like bring them back, but it's kind of like a process. But like, I, I know it's, when people like will get divorced and stuff like that and then get back together. And I don't know, just whenever there's stuff like that, they're like, all right, maybe uh, you don't take the grist this week. And it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, but they're doing that for, they're doing that for personal reasons. And if, 
if they need the annulment, like there's a process. It's not like they're kicked out of the church. It's not like, know, know, it's not like there's like it two 300 pound Italian guys at the front door not letting you in. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, whoa, 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 like, whoa. He's on a well, list. Like, yeah. Oh, Jebediah hey. just showed up. Jebediah's here. Ring the bell. <laughs> and also, they're just like throwing his ass out like Will Get Smith. Get the hell out of here, cell phone user. <laughs> Someone walked in the church. Go take a picture of Christmas pajamas. <laughs> Everyone just boos you to walk in. Could you imagine <laughs> a whole church booing you? <laughs> If I was a priest, I would probably be fucked up like that. I'd see somebody walk in late. I'd be, just stop the whole thing. Like, ladies and gentlemen, boo the Brooks family. And you're like, what? boo that man. Sinner! <laughs> you know what's funny, too, though? Like, I teach uh, in, our, in our sales process all the time is the, uh, the idea not to hate the... Like in church, in religion, especially in Catholicism, we always said like, "Don't hate the sin or hate the sin." Right. Mm-hmm. In sales, I always think about like, "Don't hate the salesperson," but you got to kind of hate the situation or that process that they're in. Right. And it's so similar. I always find like really crazy parallels between our because we take sales so seriously here. We, I always find so many parallels between religion and the sales process. And I think the parallels come from something that you, it's because you care about it so much. Like, so you got to think about like what a religion is at the end of the day, right? Like is being a Colts fan, a religion to some, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, every, how, it, it's how it affects your life and how, um, what it like dictates you to do throughout your day. I, yeah, like what kind of guides you, right? If you if you're like a, a season ticket holder every weekend during the league during NFL season, you're down there at the games. Tailgate. Everything revolves around how you get to the game. All everything revolves around how you get your kids there. Everything revolves to what you're wearing, what you're the food you're making. All that stuff revolves around there. At that point, that's a religion too. Yep. Right. So you can carry a lot of these parallels. It's just understanding too, like how does that. How does that relate to your goals as a dad, as a person that's leading your family? Are those things that you're trying to, like, carry on? Like, is that, is that something you want your kid to grow up to be a, a diehard Colts fan? And that's the first thing they think about when they think about their relationship with their dad. Right. Right? I always think about how those parallels often. My question would be to the dads that are listening, the all two of you. Um <laughs> would be, you know, let me know if you've gone through it. Because my kids are now starting to get to the age I'm going to have to make a decision. Do I want to put them into a private school or do I want to keep them into the public school? And my opinion right now is I really want to put them into the private school because my my two boys need discipline. And that's wearing a uniform, you know, doing the, all that yeah. shit, all that, you know, all the stuff later on as a male, right? I, I truly believe that it helped me. I don't know where I'd be if I went the other direction. I yeah. really don't. I really don't. So if you're listening, I would really, really, if you've got kids that are 8, 9, 10, already, you've already made that decision, I would love to hear your story and see which direction you went, the public school or the private school direction. For us, it was, no, it was a no-brainer for us because yeah. I went to public school, then switched to private. So I understood the differences, and to me, that was a night and day difference being able to um, – you know, kind of grow with, and it wasn't like, the thing is too, it's not like a behavior thing. It's not like 
Like we were wild at Dwanger regardless. Right. You know, and our friends that we ran around with at Snyder and at Concordia and stuff, I mean, they're all wild. It didn't matter. I think what matters, too, is, like, you're learning who you are through those times. I mean, you have no idea what you are, who you are in high school. Right. So you think about it's just making sure that the people that you're around, at the end of the day, what is that path? Where does that path take you? Does that path take you down a road of violence, you know, drugs, all those things, and how do you come back from that path? Like, is that something that's going to be something that's ingrained in your DNA from now on? Like, is that something you learn in high school? Or who are the friends that that you're with that you hang out that dictate what you do on weekends and at night? I think it really comes down to the importance of understanding the community, too. Like, to me, I love the whole Dwinger family dynamic of, like, I can meet somebody, not know them. We were talking about this with Tommy the other day. I cannot know you, but I know your uncle or your cousin. And now we can talk like we've known each other for 20 years because I have an understanding of the family and your upbringing and and everything there where you have that in such a community. So I think that there's more to what you're looking for with your kids going to these certain schools. That's beyond just, you know, does it have AP math? Does it have AP (laughs) this? Like, do you... You know, you got, you're thinking about all the other things that uh, dictate upbringing. your upbringing, too. Yeah. I think another big one, especially for Dwanger, was it's who you know, not what you know type of thing yeah. as well. So, like, being able to reach out to somebody when you're young or looking for a job, whether that be in summer class while you're in summer school or, or in summer vacation, you need a job. Or when you get out of high school and you're looking for those opportunities, do you know people that own businesses? Do you know people that can give you those types of opportunities to learn and grow? That's where you got to think about that a little bit more, right? And one of the main focuses why I did appreciate the private school direction for our kids is the focus, Mm -hmm. right? You're talking about just over 20 kids in each class compared to like sometimes 30 kids in a classroom, which is crazy. Right. I can't believe that's even legal, but, you know, you have one teacher that's focused on all these kids. That's going to be kind of tough to right. to do that. So, there's, a, I mean, there's a lot to, to think about when you're making those decisions. But, you know, luckily for you guys in that school system, too, I mean, you can go public, save a ton of money, right. and <laughs> right. st- still make sure that your kids are getting a good education. But then again, like, you know, does this set them up to, you know, with what kind of friends are they going to have? How are you going to know their parents? You know, right. how how are those relationships going to going to keep you know it's it's a good question to it's something to think about especially for dads yeah definitely let us know i would love love to hear those stories now what does your wife think about the the private school sites and she didn't actually live that but maybe saw like like i know i've heard you know tongue-in-cheek comments about like oh you know what goes on over there at dwanger it's like well you're just hearing Mm -hmm. the bits and pieces the bits and pieces of it um she's all about it i i I think after seeing like how our two boys act, how they need the discipline, how her, her mom subs at some of the public schools and sees like the cliques and all that and all the type of people that are going there, her mom has a big time opinion on where our boys want to go to. Yeah. I, I honestly think we are in a good spot, like you said. If if they end up going to Carroll, they'll be just fine. Yeah. Cause that, that school's gotten so big now and they've done so many changes and revamps that it's starting to become that big family environment over there. And a lot of people that we went to school with, man, they go there because everything's heading north. Yeah. Before you know it, what is it, Huntertown? 
that's going to be the next big spot. She thinks that we probably should put them in a private school, but she's going to have to convert and do all that. So when we go do this meeting here in a couple of weeks, she's got to go through all the classes, all that. Oh, the confirmation. Yeah. Oh, that's a big deal so, too. So that's her, you know, stepping up, wanting to do that, which, you know, I'm actually really proud of her if she does want to do that. But a lot of people, again, this is how talk, talking works. A lot of people won't think I'm trying to send them there because I want them in a gold helmet. Oh you know? yeah, and I don't. Football. And I don't. I want my. I want what's best for my two sons. Like you said, for the upbringing. Yeah. All about having a path, a direction, and being raised and being you know, awesome human beings at the end of the day. Right. So that's a question. That, that's a conversation that her and I have all the time. Do we want to go this direction, or do we want to put them in? Who just <laughs> burped? That was me talking. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, yeah, so d- d- or Northwest Allen County. You just yeah. snuck a burp into your words. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was, I was, I'm, I'm interested to see like how like some of our friends that live down in Indianapolis and some other places how they kind of go through that process too because they'll go private. They I, already, will. I already know they will. Tim's a good friend of mine. Yeah, he's already got his son in a private preschool. So yeah. it it's like you it's you, a lot of what you did growing up you have a lot of similarities with those guys down there. A lot of those guys went to a public school down there and they're probably going to do the same thing that you did. Put them into private schools. Yeah. I think, I think another big thing too of it is I don't fully like some of the, the state laws and some of the things that you hear come down that the public schools have to be a part of because of the way that they get funded. Right. Um, we have protection in the private schools from a lot of that. Uh, St. Vincent's is one of the only, there's only two schools, I believe, in Fort Wayne that didn't take the um, the voucher program. St. Vincent was one of them, which is interesting because they're not tied to any of that cash. You know, as soon as you start taking money from the state or the Fed, they start to dictate how and what you do. You know what I mean? They could say, hey, you know, if you're a school that's been collecting a couple hundred K off of vouchers over the next few years and all of a sudden you start building new add-ons with it or redoing the football field and putting those funds to use, which I know that there's only supposed to be certain places they put those funds, but we all know that it's all in the football. You know, you know how it is. So if they start putting those funds someplace and all of a sudden the government says, Hey, we're not going to let allow you uh, these funds anymore because um, we don't want you building this wing. We don't want you building a new part of your church with this. Well, they can be like, well, it's not a part of the church. It's part of the school, but it's they're like, yeah, but it's connected. Right. See, just that just adds a layer of complexity to mm-hmm. what the public schools have just so much control, the Fed and the state have so much control of because of the way they're funded. So part of the private school system as well is like being able to kind of protect yourself away from some of those, you know, just some of that big, it's almost like, you know, big government that kind of comes in and tells you what you have to do, which I'm not a huge fan of how that's going to work. Big so. brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... So yeah, man, it'll it'll always be a conversation until we finally make the decision. Yeah, I'd be interested. What? How about you, Jake? I know that I don't know if your if your old lady is probably too old to have children now, but <laughs> if if what are your thoughts? You you thinking if when you have the opportunity, you think private school is another place for those kiddos? Yeah, I think. I mean, just personally for myself, I I would want to put my kids into private school just from you know I was in it my whole life, and I feel like I've had a a lot of great opportunities in, I don't know. It's just like, 
like what you were saying, save a bunch of money if you just put them into the public schools. And that's because, uh, you know, obviously government funds and everything. But also to think about the teachers, the teachers of the private schools aren't paid nearly as much, which is super sad. But that just shows that if they're willing to take that pay cut and be there, how much they care right. about teaching your kids. Yep. And so just things like that really makes me like, you know, lean towards the private schooling. And uh, my dad wasn't in private school or anything like that yet. He decided to, you know, like he retired a couple times and kept going back to work to make sure he could send us all to school. And so I think that just speaks a lot for me that I'm like, okay, like seeing him grind all those years. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to grind just to send you guys yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think, I think potentially you, better opportunity. I think Absolutely. you said the best thing, Shane, it's you're making a connection through someone's relative that creates a, story between both of you that you guys can connect on like like for instance like jake you got hired on here and these are dwanger alum mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's just how it works oh, yeah here Every, everyone thinks that i got hired just because i'm a dwanger guy pretty much well i mean it helped it definitely <laughs> it, it, helped it, it, you know it definitely helped but later on in life that's what i'm saying you're gonna have a lot of opportunities that make it easier by going through a private school, I just I swear on it. I swear mm-hmm. on. It. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny too because you never know like that Dwanger alum who's looking at two. You know you've you you know you're in line to get a job with somebody else and everything's equal. Yep. Right. Maybe that's the one thing that kind of puts your your app above the top, or oh, yeah. maybe you're trying to start a business and you need you know access to those types of funds and. You know, maybe you don't know the person that potentially is going to fund your business, but he knows your older brother or knows your dad or knows your uncle or knows somebody from the family, right, and is able to kind of relate to you on that type of level, which is going to give you a leg up compared to somebody that got mixed in the, you know, like um, uh, our CFO, they they were down at State for the soccer game for Homestead this weekend, and... Homestead is a huge school here huge. in Fort Wayne, one of the largest schools in Northeast Indiana, and they were playing Carmel, and Carmel is twice the size they are. Don't even get me into that. So that's crazy that your kids are in a school with that many people. There's just it's so hard for me to identify that you can get the help, you can get the the attention that you need from your te- the teachers and the faculty when you have that many students there, or the family environment through friends, parents, and all that. Right, there's just so many yeah, people. So like, many people. how often do you actually know the parents that your friends are hang- that your kids are for hanging out with? Right. Those kids. How 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 often are you going to know those parents? How much time are you going to have to take personally to meet, introduce to all those people? You know, because I want to know. Like for me, maybe it's not scalable. Maybe it's not possible. But I want to make sure that my I know who my kids are hanging out with, and I know the families. So I know like when they go over to someone's house, I have an idea of what's going on over there. Some of these massive schools, like how could you ever even put that on a freaking schedule to see all that? It's just, it's going to be tough. You can't. So, you know, that's interesting. I'd be interested what some of our listeners are thinking about too, just if if they want to send an Instagram video or shoot us a question or any comments. I'd love to hear about some of the other people from not in Fort Wayne, how they handle that and what their thought process is. Absolutely. And, and if you're, uh, you know, if you're not dads, if you're, uh, you know, moms, (laughs) Yeah, we get, I feel like we get a bunch of DMs, or at least you do, Johnny, from like moms, you know, and whatnot. So yeah, yeah. If moms have their input too, I'd love to hear from 
even from like Emily or from somebody that didn't come from the Catholic school world and then all of a sudden is is thinking about putting their kids into Catholic school. Yeah. You know, that has to be such a crazy thing to think about if you don't know and never live that life and then your kids are going to be a part of that. That's really interesting because yeah. that's new. Mm-hmm. That is so new. Yeah, because yeah, for the, those who don't know, my wife went to a public school. <gasps> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But my wife also had a great upbringing with her parents. Yeah. Mom was a teacher. Dad owned a business. Dad grinded. Bought them a great house. Helped them with their cars. This and that. So she saw firsthand what it takes to work and goals that you need to get to. Yeah. So she was one of the lucky ones from a public school that got to have an upbringing like that. Right. Yeah. And, and we yeah. we have a bunch of friends that went to public school that are doing yeah. great. Not saying you can't. Obviously right. not. But you know, just I do like the communal. The family aspect, you know, some of the stuff too, like I think some of our friends that went to Snyder, how they all lived in that little area there, yep. right there, that creates the same kind of communal feeling as well. Yeah. Snyder has a family environment. They really do. I think so. Yep. I mean, just from our friends, I mean, it seems like a pretty good family oh, yeah. environment. Everyone knew each other and knew the parents and, you know, I saw a picture on social media just a couple of weeks ago where it was a bunch of our friends' moms all got together and like for someone's birthday i can't remember whose it was but all got together for each other's birthday i was like that's hilarious because those women are all friends because we were all friends growing up oh you're talking about the one my mom's in yeah 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 they just got i don't even think it was a birthday they just got got together together. that's 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 cool as shit yeah it's like 15 years later what's funny now is like we have like a my oldest goes to obviously goes to a uh, private school and we have a facebook message a facebook group that's like their class of 2030, whatever the hell it is. It's insane. and wow. so, But it's so funny because there's no way that these kids are going to get away with shit, dude. <laughs> you're like, oh, you're going to so-and-so's house? Well, let me just shoot a quick Facebook message to her mom, make sure everyone's over there. And she's like, I oh, know. Don't do that. We're in Florida. I don't know what's going on. And you're like, oh, see, that's something we would have easily got yeah. away with back in our day. That's why I feel bad for... Um Alex's kids, they're never going to be able to sneak out because he's got that house booby trapped by Google. Like, <laughs> how, are they, how are they ever going to sneak out? Like, he's always going to know when those kids try to go somewhere. Unless, unless, like, Arlo becomes, like, a genius and learns coding and, like, learns how to mess with the cameras in the system. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Alex's dad. Oh, Butch. Yeah, so, like, Alex just falls asleep at, like, 930, and he's pretty much, like, a dead person at that point. <laughs> And his kids have learned how to like, okay, Google, unlock all of the windows and shut off all of the alarm sensors. And they just like can get the hell out of there. And Alex just is asleep for hours, has no idea what's going on. Oh, my gosh. I, I just watched The uh, Purge for the first time, like literally yesterday. And I've never like, seen it. I've never oh, seen it. I want to see it. it. Is that like killings allowed for like an hour or yeah, something? Yeah, no. I mean, it's like 12 hours. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. It was it's intense. It will be your go-to weapon. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. Because you can't use guns, right? No, you Oh, yeah. Oh, you can use guns. Jeez. It's like, it was like uh, class four and below. Everything was fine. And the only people were that were like exempt from it was like a certain ranking of military. Wow. Wait, wait. Have you never seen the movie either? No. Okay. Well, the reason I was bringing that up is because like the little kid in it like has like a little spy thing that goes around throughout the house and then he is able to like disarm the like i mean he just walks into the room where they arm everything and disarms it so someone can come in but uh sorry spoiler 
But uh, <laughs> that is such a crazy idea. Dude, no, okay, killing it, for twelve hours. Well, okay, yeah, and I feel like guns kind of well, cheat it though. Like it well, should be no, like hand. So the whole thing hand hand like, combat like a, only. It's like a it's like a very. It. It I would have one of those balls with the spikes on it. <laughs> Ball chain. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Dude, yeah. you would have to like have medieval from, from Gladiator. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. Well, you would have to have your house, like, I mean, unless you're going out and, like, killing people. Yeah, you're just going to have to, like, suit up. But, like, <laughs> if you're in your house, you're going to have, like, an arsenal of weaponry, like, to just be ready for when people come and try to break in your house and try to attack so your So you'd family. have to have a, uh, the, if this was a real thing, Security systems would be like the new biggest business. Would be bigger than any oh, yeah. pharmaceutical ever. The the, you, main, the main guy, he's like a salesman for the, for the stuff. You would have you would have like guns and moats. You just ruin the movie. No, that's uh, like okay. that's like it starts out by him saying you'd I, have I'm not ruining. You'd it. have to have a moat. Like a moat would be a number with one alligators thing. Alligators in it with with uh, sharks with le- uh, freaking laser <laughs> beams attached to their heads. I feel like I would I would want to live I wouldn't want to live in a awesome city. Powers. There'd be way too many people. I want to I want to even want to live close to a city. I would have I would want to have like, like I would a, have weird, a house that's far away. That's know? true. I'd I'd want to have like a weird weapon so like when someone got killed by it they'd be like, "Oh fuck, he's here like a ninja star or a lightsaber." <laughs> yeah. Like, no, what was the thing from uh oh my god, what is that uh not the Avengers. What's the funny one? The dude from the uh, from the office. He's the superhero. Oh my gosh! Wait, what? The guy from the not the office. Yeah, uh, Parks and Rec. Oh, um, oh my god! And Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, the guy has that weapon. It's like an arrow, and he like whistles, and it just goes around uh, and like yeah. takes everybody out. <laughs> yeah. That would be the funniest weapon. <laughs> I was like, oh shit! <laughs> or like if you're up in your house and you have. You have a, so you have a moat around it. Okay, so you bring your drawbridge up, <laughs> and people try to come fuck with you. Which I think that would kind of invite more people to come fuck with you if you have all that crazy shit. Trying to scale it, yeah. yeah. And people come up to you, but then just one sweet, like a one crazy laser beam that just comes out, <laughs> chops and everyone, just in half. chops everybody in half. Like shorter people, like it only gives them a haircut. <laughs> Uh, they're like, oh damn it! How's odd job out there? <laughs> Cold were you, were you too? Are you too young for 007? Uh, like, yeah. I mean, Goldeneye. No. Yeah, he had to be. Wait, on N64? Probably. Yeah. Oh, dude, we should play that. We have N64 downstairs. It's the best game ever with 007. We yeah. should play that tonight. It really is. You would be obsessed. Yeah, it's so good. Dude, it's, we're it's, doing it's this. It's the best 64 game ever made. Yeah, so there's a guy you could be. He's kind of a cheat. He's like a he was like a little person. He wasn't like necessarily like a midget or anything, but he was just like a short person. Yeah, you could order him in Vegas. What do you mean you could order him in Vegas? <laughs> That's what Odd Job was. He was a midget. Oh, you can order him in <laughs> Vegas. Got it. So Odd Job would be like kind of a cheat because you would shoot above him all the time. <laughs> well, then there was another dude. His name was Jaws, and he was like 7'5". <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You could you could kill him at two shots because he was so fucking tall. My favorite, and everybody <laughs> hates this. My favorite uh, level was the complex with proximity mines. Oh, they can never get out. Oh, that was so much fun, dude. Wait, is it, it's not James Bond 007? Yeah, yeah, James Bond Goldeneye. 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 Best game ever made. People that are listening to this right now are hearing Jake not know this, and pissed. are so pissed. pissed. They're so pissed. so pissed. Oh my god! What a bummer. Well, never, What's this? Did really you play? Have, I didn't have video games or anything. He was probably PlayStation. I didn't have video games. I never had an Xbox or a PlayStation. When we got a Wii, that was like crazy. 
So you don't know anything like Twisted Metal, none of that stuff. Wave Racer 64? Mm, Nothing. Nope. Nope. Never. Nope. Oh, my God. That's such a bummer, dude. But you play now? Play what? Games. No. What Like? What do you mean? Like, I... I there was like you're that. playing Clash of Clans there the other, yeah. little bit ago on the shitter, and you left it on the Bluetooth here. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I play that. Like, I'll play phone games. I love phone games, but like, no, anything that's like on a console, I don't. Like, I love Wii bowling. <laughs> because of that, would you? So, do you guys? Do you have you bought any video game stuff for your kids yet? No. What are your? Are you gonna? Is that something you? Do they even know that it's there? My. My wife's even worried about even giving them Nerf guns right now. Oh, but yeah. too bad Uncle Shane always gets them Nerf guns every <laughs> yeah. year. Oh, Shane, Shane shows up with Nerf guns, and my wife's just pissed. Because <laughs> right away, they're firing them everywhere. Like, oh, my God, Uncle Shane's the best. And literally, like, they, it goes right past my daughter's eye. Like, they're ruthless, dude. That, no, that's, I, I, have a, I have a couple Nerf guns, just like the hand, hand guns. But uh, my... My older brother doesn't, like, let his kids have guns or anything like that. And so, like, he, like, came over and he, like, saw it. And he's, like, his, like, eyes got all big. He's, like, what? what is that? And then, like, <laughs> I, like, let him play with it one time when he came over. And then, so he would just, like, immediately try to run over and get it. And I was, like, okay, like, I don't want to, you know, get in trouble with my brother or whatever. So I'd, like, put it away. And he's five. And he, I was just, like, oh, you can't play with that right now. He's just, like. Was your, was your like, nephew he, Alec Baldwin? <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Baldwin no. clearly used the golden gun. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Oh, damn. No, but well, oh, never mind. No, no. Great, dude. That is awesome. Well, I was, A1. I was just going to say that he's five years old, and I'm like, yeah, you can't play with it right now. He's like, oh, is it charging? I'm like, I just look. <laughs> Lo- that's so sad. I know. I, lo- I was like, yeah, it's charging right now. It's dead. Damn. <laughs> Dude, that's a weird thing to think about now. Kids mm-hmm. just think everything's oh, charging all the, the time. The other one, he's what? He's three. He like always walks up to the TV. Like when the fire stick is just like on the main screen and he like tries to click the boxes because he thinks they're buttons. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> See, I don't know about. I'm going to go back to this and then I want to touch on the video game thing. What is your number one weapon of choice? And if you were to be on the group that goes and murders during what's the movie called? Uh, first of all, I would not be in the group to go murder people. Oh, if you were, oh, let's put I, yourself there. The I purge, would have the purge. Pur- I would have the gun from the movie Eraser. I could oh see uh, that's with uh, Arnold, Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I could see your body heat through the walls, and you're gonna get lit up by lightning speed. That gun was nasty, unbelievable. The only way you could block it was like hiding behind like a Wait. old freezer in the garage. I remember that. I remember that scene. <laughs> Wait, so we just gotta have. Make believe weapons? Oh no! You I mean, I this could have any weapon I want. I, I could have any weapon I want. It's either that cheater, <laughs> or again, you see the ninja stars and you're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> mine would probably, mine would probably be the pencil thing from Guardians of the Galaxy. Y- yes, thank you. That'd probably be my number one weapon, or <laughs> so that, a lightsaber would be pretty fun too. So he gets the needle from an outer space, <laughs> but I can't get the eraser gun. No. <laughs> You were the one that opened that up. (laughs) But you said I couldn't have that. I didn't put any limitations on this. What Uh, is the number one weapon? The eraser gun. But also, because we didn't put any limitations on it, like you can be like, oh, then I would have the power of the Olsen girl from Marvel where she just like thinks about you and you die. I forget what her power is, but 
What was your power? Do you remember in that movie? I think your power is just to be a total bitch. <laughs> Wait, from what movie? <laughs> one of the Marvel movies. It's one of the Olsen sisters. Oh, yeah. She's the witch. She's the red witch. See, I told you. She's just like, they're like, they're like what's your superpower? They're like, dude, she can get really pissy. Oh, there's a... <laughs> no. <laughs> no, there, there's like a whole series about her and she's like powerful as shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Do you know she, how powerful can, a bitchy every, female can be? No, she, no she, she takes over an entire city. And uses like it just brainwashes everyone's mind. Yeah, it's called Nancy Pelosi, dude. We are seeing this live. <laughs> she's, she's, right. she's gone quiet. I think she stepped down or some shit. Hmm, interesting. I wonder who's giving her I that forget. D. I, I, I could be totally wrong. She's got to have some side dude. Who, oh, they all do. She has to. Yeah. They all I wonder who it is. I wish they would come forward with a book. Who do you think it'd be? <sighs> Well, Jake's an old chick, so it might be Jake. Um, well, I don't know, like someone famous, someone famous, yeah. Ooh, I always want to think. I always, whenever I think of like someone like that, I'd think Ryan Felipe. You know who that is? What was that noise? Did you did you just fart with your mouth? What was is, that? I don't think so. Nice. I just heard. It's probably the wires. Or oh, you know what else is a good a good weapon is uh, from Iron Man when he the guy that has the oh the ropes the rope things yeah that'd been pretty solid in Purge. Okay, wait. So yeah, if we have our make believe things, I'm I mean I was thinking either like Iron Man's thing, just like the heat seeking missiles, or I think the needle thing's probably the best one. I think it's an arrow, isn't it? Well, who'd be yeah, the, yeah. Who'd be well, the like, first like who'd be like the kind of people you'd go for if I'm out murdering. Yes, with your fake we- fake needle weapon. If I had to murder somebody, yes, probably Chomos. Yeah, first and foremost, huh? Which they'd probably be locked up. What? Who? Child molesters? Probably my first ones oh, I'd go was- after. Oh yeah. Well, I'm, he, <laughs> he didn't know the abbreviation. Yeah, I didn't. He's like, I know a guy named so Paul Chomo Chomo? down the street. Yeah, but Paul Chomo owns a gas station. Yeah. Well, if, probably- you, if you think about it, though, like. I feel like those would be the most sought after. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're we're, right. You can't, we're we're, we're you fresh can't. out. We're if, fresh, if we're out. fresh out of Chomos, dude. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably all be gone. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they would, like, yeah. over, over time. like In, one in of, a real purge situation, they would be no more left because they'd be the number one sought yeah, after thing be. to be murdered. So you guys haven't seen the movie, and it gets, like, kind of... It's not political, but it's, like, that's almost how the purge is, like, within the movie. They're like, oh, it's, it's super bad because... They say it's to restore, you know, peace, and they're saying the crime rates are down and whatnot during like not purge. But <laughs> dude, <laughs> sorry, gross. But uh, they they're like complaining because like people just it, it's it's a really messed up movie. You just kind of have to watch it. But they just go out and like kill homeless people and stuff, and, like poor people. See, that's easy. That's so easy. Like I would, like you said, I'd have my bridge come down on the moat. And I'd have my eraser gun from the movie Eraser. And you can see through the walls. And I would see this family taking a photo with Christmas jeans. <laughs> <laughs> and I would fucking light them up. Okay, so child molesters and then families that dress in pajamas. So to the, the top would be fucking gone. <laughs> Tomlinson's would just be on hit list numero uno, dude. Well, first of all... <laughs> Okay, whatever. Moving on from that. <laughs> well, what would you do? Technically, really, what you would do if you were to like to build the house and the purge? First of all, I would you would build be- a zoo. First off, you'd build a zoo, 
and you would do like a, a ring of like lions, tigers, like like real serious fucking animals around the outside, right? So you do a moat. So if you get through the water, then you'd have a, a zoo around you. So with animals. So if you do hop the fence, then you got to deal with these fucking animals. Then you would finally get into what would be an intense complex, pretty much like a castle. Wait, that's probably why castles, I don't even know, but I'm sure that's why castles were castles back then, right? Because all these poor people, and then you had all of the money. You can't just like live in like a crib down with the rest of the people. Right. You had to be in like a protected, and you had other people from other civilizations or other countries or whatever trying to come over and take over your shit. Mm -hmm. So you had to have that type of protection. That's why they had it. Duh. I mean, walking through this now. <laughs> Wait, uh, you went to a public school, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm trying to just walk through it. It's like we're going back to we're going back to the medieval times when you when you think about the purge. In the movies, there's a few purges though, isn't there? Yeah. Do they ever get that deep with the houses like that, or they're all just like in suburban neighborhoods? The security's got to get ridiculous by the like third the, one, right? I mean, yeah. Well, the, no, the first one, like like I said, he's a salesman for technology to keep people out during the purge so his house is like super decked out and i mean i don't want to go on and spoil stuff but yeah like but if you get to the but also that purge came out like 20 years ago like get over it i'm talking about for you guys because you might want to see it i I mean i don't give a shit but okay well so then do you want me to just kind of explain a little bit? like i'm bounce us bounce off what we're talking about we're asking once you get to the third movie the security has got to be out of this it has to be essentially a castle right because that's where you got to be to be the safest thing even in this first movie it's like every window and door, like a huge metal thing comes down and locks it. And then there's like cameras everywhere and all that stuff. And then they have like a safe room and shit. So how do these dudes get in? They, they coming up with a fucking tank? They, Can they, you use tanks in the purge? Uh, I don't know what level of military grade weaponry that is, but I doubt it. I'd have a school bus decked out. Oh, no, like people like, like barbed wire. Oh, like what's that movie with a, uh, with a, uh, oh. He's playing a guitar and he's flying <laughs> through the desert. Oh my god, what is that? With James Hardy. Yes. Oh, dude. But I, yes, I'm with you. Not James Hardy. That's a fucking basketball player. Oh, it's like, What's his name? Hardy. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. I'm a moron. Yes. What is that movie? It's a remake of an old one. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, you're. Oh, that's pissing me. But I'd but I'd have like the the horns on it. It almost looked like the bus from the movie Cars when he gets caught in the mud pit, the Disney movie, like that bus that comes out. I don't know if I've seen it. I I fall asleep during every kid's movie. But my bus would be so decked out and I'd have a driver and I'd have all these windows to do whatever I wanted to do, especially throw ninja stars out there. (laughs) Like, oh my God, he's back. (laughs) But no one knows who I am the whole time. Just a guy that throws ninja stars out a bus window. Well, isn't there something to say about going out to purge and murdering people that wants to go be murderers? Yeah. Like oh, you mean like stopping people, like being a, being a superhero in the situation? Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd well, also have a Viking horn. Like you knew I was coming. Dude, just like, a Viking drum. Everyone in their Christmas jammies are like, Fuck! <laughs> Well, that's what you're protecting. You're 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 going out there and murdering murderers so that families can comfortably <laughs> dress in PJs and sit by a Christmas tree and take stupid photos. 
So yeah, like it, <laughs> in the movie, I think that's like the like the main people that go out and like purge are like kind of like psychopath people that are just like they're like you know releasing their inner demons and saying it's okay because it's the purge and <laughs> but they go out and like kill like innocent people, right? Yeah, innocent like poor people, like people that are homeless, just like easy targets and like then like pretty much they they aim for people that they say are like unproductive members of society, and so. It's like a very classist thing to where it's like higher class people that can afford all these weapons. And then so the premise of the first movie is the dude's like running around. Can I just spoil it if you guys aren't? Yeah, go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead. Okay. The dude's like running around screaming. He's like, he's like, help, help, they're after me. And the kid clicks a button, lets the shit up. And then so the guy runs in and he closes it. And then, you know, that creates a whole thing like, oh, there's some stranger in the house. And then the people come around that were trying to kill him. And they're like, hey, the neighbor, and like he's, they're like psychopath, very creepy, walking right up to the cameras. And they're like, they're like, so your neighbors told us that uh, you have that swine in your house. And they're like, yeah. And he, he, he like talks down about him just so bad just because he's like homeless. And he's like, just let him out and we'll leave you alone. He's like, or we're going to come in and we're going to kill everyone. So. Oh, yeah. now I do want to watch the movie. Exactly. Damn it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot more that goes on in it. So. And there's more to watch, so that'll be fun. Yeah. So here's my question: uh, If you were to be the murderer, guy that goes out, are you wearing a mask? If so, what kind of mask would you wear? I need to start making this a question for when we hire people. Like, all right, if you were a <laughs> bank robber, what kind of mask would you? It wear? It would have to be something so ridiculous. It'd have to be like a really happy. Like, I mean, I feel like that's kind of what they do, but like, like a very happy, like Betty White. <laughs> oh my god we could go out as the golden girls and just all wear the golden girls masks we got robbed by the golden girls oh that would be awesome dude a lady uh, that looks like betty white threw a ninja star at me <laughs> that'd be awesome a lot of these uh we've kind of gone down on bank robberies lately though i if you rob a bank and you're a gang what would your name be Ooh, that's a good question Dirty Mike and the boys. I would probably, um, well, I wouldn't just do bank robbery, Z. Here's what I would do. We would go to a bank and we would have the security guy. We'd be like, I'd first off, I'd run in, okay? Me and you, me and you, Z. We run in, guns drawn, right? And uh, we'd be like, hey, everybody on the ground, this isn't your money. Insurance, your money's insured by the federal, you know, do all that cool shit that they say. And then, like, to the security guard, I'm like, hey, you, show me your dick. <laughs> and the security guy would be like, what? what? Insurance? And you'd be like, listen to him, man. <laughs> show the guy your dick. And the other security guard's like, just show him your dick, man. <laughs> and what would we be called then, Z? <laughs> the news would come out and be like, Star Bank just got robbed by the Dick Bandits. <laughs> the Dick Bandits. The Penis Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> They're like interviewing a lady. Like, yeah, they went up to the security guard. And they were just like, "Hey, man, show me your dick." <laughs> but they asked him like four times. <laughs> Even after they showed him, like, yeah, then they asked him again. <laughs> the news is just like the string of theft. Dick bandits. Dick bandits. <laughs> they are on the loose. Three banks now. Four security guys. Dicks pulled out. 
soon we would we would rob so many banks that like security outfits would just have like instead of like <laughs> like chaps they'd be like front just crotchless pants <laughs> so the security guards just have to show it just to make it easier on everyone yeah just to make it easier for everybody <laughs> you start getting a fan base saying dicks out dicks out i well, like it well, <laughs> it's like you know like uh when you work someplace and uh they if you get robbed you're you're not allowed to chase them out for like liability reasons right so there's like hey if they come in you just have to show them <laughs> yeah because they're like just give them the money like, they will start to kill people you know to lower the mortality rate you have to show your penis <laughs> just hang a little brain and everything will be okay it makes it better with the with the golden girls masks on too <laughs> are we doing this <laughs> Should I stop recording so we can start planning? <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be so funny, dude. I love the Dick Bandits, dude. That is such a solid oh, shirt man. right there. They would, I mean, it'd be hilarious if someone had an awesome name like that and just kept going. Kept like they're onto their twelfth bank. <laughs> is it bad? Is that sexual harassment if it's done in this way, or is that is it beyond that at that point? You got dudes like waiting at all these banks. Like, I hope they ask me to show. Me <laughs> They're like, hey, uh, why, why'd you ask him and not me? A ton of men apply for security guards. <laughs> do you want? Do you want me to show my pe- like, a complete phenomenon in Fort Wayne? There's the the the, the need spike. for a huge spike in bank security guards. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, eventually getting robbed by the Dick Bandits. It's like it's like shaking hands with Sinatra. You're in like a you're in like a special club. Oh shit! Did you hear what happened to Jerry last week? <laughs> Got held up at the bank. Had to show the Dick Bandits' dick. I haven't seen the guy this happy in years. That actually happened to, uh, to Dave too, but uh, he wasn't picked. <laughs> Like, hey, you, show us your dick. And the other guy's like, well, do you want me to show your mind? We're like, uh, no. <laughs> no, thanks. We appreciate it. But but no, thanks. Keep it in your pants, buddy. He's like, well, no, no, no problem. I mean, I can show you. We're like, no, what no, no. What the fuck did he just say? <laughs> Keep your fucking dick in your pants. We don't want you. Gene, get over here. Everyone's going to hate this episode. We keep yelling. (laughs) It's not us. It's the Dick Bandits. What do you want to do? We have no control of the Dick Bandits. I'm just watching watching the red hit every time someone says, show us your dick. (laughs) The Dick Bandits. Oh, man. Legendary group. Legendary name. Legendary mask. Can we do that as a Halloween thing uh, one night or be so weird well, people would to have jail. to yeah and they'd be like what's we'd have to tell the, the backstory <laughs> and it's like not a funny joke in the first place then you'd be like they're like so tell us about your halloween costume what is this you're like exactly well imagine bank robbers but when they rob the bank they make security guards show them their dicks and they're like okay is that hilarious you're like, so you're a bank robber yeah. well, I think, but with a twist I think, <laughs> no i feel like to make it actually happen for the halloween costume someone's gonna have to rob the bank and show you know make someone show their yeah. dicks 
Because there was that kid who, um, wasn't he robbing convenience stores and then like the barefoot bandit? Oh, yeah, he got caught in the house. Yes. He went on for a while and he got a fan base going. Oh, yeah, the barefoot was bandit. Was California? Uh, Pacific Northwest. I yes. think he did in like Northern California, but I know he went Oregon and then Washington and then yeah. he would break into like millionaires' homes where they weren't there and steal credit cards and use that to get food and. He ended up getting caught, which was a yeah, bummer. He, but the, his, the plane that he stole crashed. That's, how they, that's right. That's he how stole they, a plane. And they got him. Yeah. Yes. He had a following, dude. That's what I'm saying. If your name's good, Barefoot Bandit, you're going to get a following. Well, that's like the, uh, it's like, that's like the name of the, the people on uh, Home Alone. They're like the, the Wet Bandits or whatever. Yeah. Catchy. Wait, no, we're not Wet Bandits. Are it's they wet the, uh, no, it's the, uh, how do we not know this? Sticky bandits. Sticky bandits. No, it's where he leaves the sink, like he leaves the water on, and then like the sink overflows, overflow. Like it, you don't. Know right. No, you're right. You're right. And but I, like, why yeah, do sticky bandits? What are who are sticky bandits? Oh gosh, the, the dick the, bandits. Are they're the best. Oh, that movie just came to my head too with Tom Hardy, Mad Max. Mad Max with the yes. boss and the guitar player. Oh my god, that scene is hilarious. I don't oh, like you said. The, I'd have music playing. The too. Dick Bandits bus they just going like, to the next job, and that song's I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> they are the Sticky Bandits. <laughs> oh, just shit. a huge rubber dildo on the front of the bus, just like. <laughs> I don't even know these guys, but I want to be friends with them. <laughs> and apply to be a security guard. Wait, hold on. I just got an email. Okay. Security guard one. Thanks for letting us know. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were serious. Sorry. I was like, dude, no one cares. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Let's put out a, let's put out a, uh, what was the old, um, the old Craigslist. Let's put out a Craigslist thing. It's like job wanted. We're building a, uh, a bank robbing, uh, group called the Dick Bandits. And just like put in the whole description and see if we get anybody that wants to apply for our group. I think they would all get confused and we would just get a bunch of dick pics. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, man. Send it to my email. <laughs> that reminds me of the news. Did you guys see that? Uh, <laughs> He's like, please don't send us those pictures, guys. <laughs> That's disgusting. We're going to find These underscore dads underscore suck underscore. Please don't send them. Thanks. <laughs> Oh man, what's that it's article? Uh, what? Oh my gosh, Zolnik, you sent it earlier. The guy down, was that down in Indy? The guy that was Halloween? during Halloween? Yeah. Oh, I don't know what city he was in, but like the balls on that guy answering the door during Halloween naked. Yes, let me read this. Sex offender arrested after greeting trick or treaters in nude. Police say. Fucking weird. And the guy's smiling in the photo, which makes it so strange. <laughs> what? Stephen Kelly. Two first names. Yep, I always have him. a problem with that. He's probably got an AOL email, too. Ooh, or even worse, like a Juno email. Oh. Provo, Utah. A registered sex offender accused of greeting young trick-or-treaters in the nude Sunday has been arrested. Thank goodness. Gosh. This is absolutely disgusting. I mean, let's be real here. How does that dude not just get his ass beat? Where would someone even do such a thing? Like, what's the address? (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously. I think they they did say that, uh, like, they caught him on camera or something. Hold on. His name. God. 
It's Stephen Kelly. Dude, I talked about this in a couple episodes ago. Why are always pedophiles like the the most? They always fit the fucking description yeah, of a pedophile. They do. His name's Stephen Kelly Little. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? St- Stephen Kelly Little from Provo. Little is registered as sex offender currently on probation for lewdness involving a child. God. Works as a security guard at a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Head security guard for Chase Bank. Police uh, had three children under the age of 14 and five children over the age of 14. All confirmed they were visually exposed to the suspect's genitalia. Jeez, dude. Jesus Christ. Come on, dude. man. A trick-or-treater's father presented a video to police showing a little opening. <laughs> Sorry. I misread that. A trick-or-treater's father presented a video to police showing Little, the guy, opening the door for children while completely nude. The video also shows Little inviting the children into his home. Yeah, it's messed up. Did the neighborhood not know that he was a sex offender? How did he take a... Yeah, like, and how did they get that on video? Did he, like, he just happen to be taking... And it? his light has to be off. His light would have to be off. Is that a rule? That's a rule. The video also shows Little inviting the children to his home. Little, who admitted to the incident, was arrested on two charges, including lewdness and lewdness involving a child. Lewdness? Lewdness. What does that mean? I don't know, but I know it's not good. I'll I'll tell you that. (laughs) In May 2019, Little was arrested on the same same charge involving a child. On Halloween? No, it doesn't say on Halloween. That's what I'm saying. You're the dad, and you're videotaping that. My... My phone would have already been down, and you'd been getting your ass beat. Yeah. And, and I'd be holding you there while you're naked, holding you down to the ground until the cops got there. Well, what's funny is I think I probably have his address on file for when he tried to apply to be a security guard for the <laughs> dick bandits. In May 2019, yeah. Yeah, that's all they kind of tell in the story. I don't even know where this is. Oh, yeah, Provo, Utah. Jeez. Look man. at this guy's picture. Look how pumped up he is to take this photo. They all look the same. How are you going to smile after getting arrested for that? Well, he's not right in the head. Yeah, something's obviously super wrong with him. Jeez. Like, can you imagine just, like, walking your family up to the front doorstep and they're like, trick, oh, my God! (laughs) (laughs) Is that your dick? (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking for any, like, solid... uh, Solid. You know how sometimes the comments are just so fire? Yeah. I'm, uh, wait. Oh, you're looking at something on Instagram? I'm seeing if there's any funny comments, but there's nothing really that great. I mean, that just came out a couple hours ago. But yeah, the internet's ruthless. There's got to be good comments on there. Yeah, nothing. I mean, a, uh, but I mean, those are the people that in jail... Get treated the worst, obviously, for, oh, and yeah. for good reason. Yeah, that is done. Yep. Absolutely done. Toast. People keep saying lock them up and throw away the key. Do they know that that's not how jails work anymore? <laughs> so annoying. People that's are the, so stupid. Lock them up and forget the password. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's like some old timey jail he goes to. Where's like a guy in a stockade? <laughs> Good luck getting out of here. We throw it away. <laughs> we throw it away. <laughs> he, right into the Mississippi River. Sam. He looks over at his cellmate. He's like, what's your name? What are you in here for? Uh, I'm Jebediah. I use my cell phone at my church. 
And that's why they're at like the low the low tech jail. <laughs> Throw away the key. <laughs> it's funny the guy's a pedophile and we're making fun of people for not liking him. <laughs> oh man. That's funny. That's terrible, but also, you know. You know, it's just kind of strange too because those types of weird things like have you ever had something happen to you where you're like I can't believe this is happening right now. You know what I mean? Like something like a situation where like your that jaw, dad your, your jaw drops. Like right. wow. Well, yeah, like you're like the dad there just catching that on film. Like you'd be like I'm not this isn't really happening right now. I can't believe this is actually happening. Right. Have you ever had something like that? Yeah, but I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm probably not. You fucking liar. Well, I mean, it's nothing that extreme. Guess what? Lying, first of all, in the Dick Bandits group, lying is, we have a zero tolerance <laughs> for that. So, you're out. <laughs> you're not in the Dick Bandits anymore. Shoot. <laughs> something that would make your jaw drop. Yeah, that you can't believe. Probably witnessing 18 family members take a Christmas photo and Christmas jammies. <laughs> What a, you know, like there was like a, it's not, this isn't like a real big jaw dropping moment. That's but, what I'm saying. Like I was trying to think of something. But do you, re, when we were on spring break together and we were, I don't know if we were fighting or wrestling or something and I threw you down and your hand went into the trash can. Oh, it cut it wide open. Yeah. And it like smashed on a bottle. I remember like I landed on top of you and like you're just standing there. We heard the glass break in the trash can and we're all like, we all just stopped and nobody even moved because we're all just waiting for Z to kind of pull his hand out of the trash. And then he pulled his hand out and there was just flesh yeah, it's bad. and blood everywhere. I mean, okay. So but I remember being like, I can't believe it. And then we we're at the hospital that night. That's oh. like a thing that you're like, how did we get here? We had had such a good day all day. We rented that tiny oh, little car. It was a great night too at the hospital. Cause remember we're messing with the doc. Oh yeah. We were so, having a good time. So the doc walks in and he does a shitty job on my stitch job. And right when he walks in, both of you, both of us ask, hey, Doc, how long did it take you to get that porn stash? Oh, because he had a crazy mustache. And it was unbelievable. And he pats me on the back and he goes, son, when you know, you know. <laughs> and I responded like, well, you clearly don't know how to fucking stitch. <laughs> bleeding out of my hand again. Remember, I had to go back in. Well, it was also, you were so hammered. I'm sure the blood oh, was yeah, thin was and fine. it was just all over the place. But that was, that's not a huge thing, but that was like kind of a moment like we're like, how did we end up here? Mm-hmm. It was like, what the hell's going on? Right. But like a, someone that's like at a bank during an actual robbery, that'd be like one of those things like, I can't believe this is actually happening to me. Right. I and mean, why am I not getting picked? <laughs> right. Why did he not ask me to see it? Um, sir, do you need uh, one more hostage? Because <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't have plans till seven. Uh, <laughs> or am I free to go? No, but uh, I guess I was. Uh, I was at a wedding when I was uh, a lot younger, and you know, it, whole night was going great. Party's awesome. You know, kind of a fenced-in little area next to like a privately owned bar. And, you know, since we're having a good time, people see that. Some guys were like, hey, can we get in? And, you know, people had to say like, oh, no, sorry. Like, this is a wedding, private event. And 
I don't know exactly what happened, like, to escalate to where they were, like, annoyed. They, like, left and then, like, came back and they're, like, trying to get in around on the other side. And, like, just, like, an altercation broke out kind of. <laughs> like, someone drove by in a car. Someone, like, rolled off the windshield. And I, like, looked over and I saw the dude, one of the dudes walking up the alley. And I saw he had a gun in his hand. And I was, like, and I, I was, I was, I, I don't know how old I was. I was pretty young. But I was, like, I knew in my head, I was just, like, I grabbed my sister. I was, like, get inside. We, we have to get out of here. That's probably, I mean, that's a jaw-dropping experience. Yeah. Now, now two have just came to me. Yeah, right? Now that you're talking. One, you'll remember, you'll remember both of these because you were with me both times. One, we were at Walrus Sea, and we were drunk as shit, and we walked into Don't the- stop! I, thought I, told, I told the story the other day, didn't I? Did you? Wait, wait, what? Was this what Tommy was on? I don't know. Did I tell the story about us walking into... I think I told this with Tommy's on, yeah. But well, go ahead, go ahead. I can let you tell. You want to tell? I'll yeah, tell yeah. the second one. Yeah, yeah. So I think we told the story, but just in case you don't remember, we there was a party at Lake Wawasee, and his girl, his wife at the at the time was his girlfriend. Emily was staying with her oh, girlfriend. We weren't even dating her, then. You weren't even dating then. Well, she was at her girl's house, cottage. So we went back to stay with them because it was far from where we were staying on Wawasee on the other side of the lake. So we walked down to their house. We go in. We went inside. There's bunk beds. We're shaking them. Oh, wait. Thinking it's girl. Yeah, I told this. Oh, my God. We, it was, we thought it was the girls sleeping in their beds. We went back into the living room, turned the TV on. I got chips out. We're like eating chips, watching TV. All of a sudden, this dad just comes in the living room. He's like, what are you guys doing? And I realized that the guy that we were staying with like was like a little Mr. Middle Eastern guy, owned the home that we were supposed to be staying at, and this guy was not that guy. And I was like, is this the so-and-so's house? And he's like, No. He's 10 cottages down. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And that could have gone so south. Yeah. That is a good one. That is a good one. He could have blew it. He could have blew us away, dude, for breaking in. Dude, imagine if he had that fucking gun from the eraser. Eraser. (laughs) (laughs) Or the ninja stars. Like, I just see you drop. Like, oh, shit. (laughs) He could have. But he goes, I told this story already, but he goes, I was like, I'm so sorry. He's like, just please get out of the house. And we're like, we're, we are so sorry. I was like, you have an awesome house, by the way. He was like, thank you, but please get out. And we're like, okay. <laughs> but he could have smoked us, dude. Yeah, he could have smoked us. I mean, we would have been done for. Yeah. And he could have easily walked because we were in the house. Yeah, we were breaking in. Second one. <laughs> Why did you try to give him a compliment? <laughs> what else do you do on your you're, you're like, oh, this yeah. is great. How, is this oak? Is this oak? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, sir, it's time for you to fucking leave. <laughs> And going back, those were his kids that were probably waking yeah, up dude, in that Yeah, dude, that's what I'm bed. saying. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, looking yeah. back, stupid. But yeah. second one is we were coming back. We were drinking all night in San Diego. and Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, and we're, and we're walking back to my apartment, and this dude who's driving is clearly drunk, right? And he's driving full speed like a drunk idiot, and he rocks this homeless dude into a fence. So what? No, he hit. So all these homeless guys, all there's like thirty homeless guys sleeping yeah. up against a like a like a ten foot like barbed wired fence. Yeah. What it was was a parking lot, like a pay for parking lot. You know, in those big cities where you got to pay the random dudes sitting there. Well, the car we watched the car like just like hit the accelerator, the gas, and it's going like spinning the tires. And finally, the tires catch. It goes in reverse and hits the fence. 
But the way the fence kicked out was like a broom. It like swept the fence and sent a bunch of homeless dudes flying. But one guy went like 30 feet in the air like, like a rag doll dude. Like one of those oh. leg like one of those leg blow up things where you jump and the yeah. other person goes flying. Oh That's how God. high he was. He went flying in the air. It's like 2.30 in the morning. The guy goes flying in the air, arms flailing. Literally looked like a rag doll. Yeah. And he lands in the middle of the street, and we're like, hey, man, do you need help? He's like, get off of me. Yeah. Because he's just waking up. He was asleep. <laughs> he's waking up. He's like, he's like, get off of me. Get off of me. We're like, dude, no, it's not us. Because he was at first, he's like, thought it was like us fucking with him. Yeah. He had no idea what was going on. Car just sped off. And then, yeah, car just left. <laughs> the, the fence, I'll never forget watching the fence because it kind of just swept out like a broom. Yeah. And he just like caught him perfectly for whatever reason. For whatever reason, when you said he landed in the middle of the street, in my mind, I thought he, like he landed on his feet, put his arms back <laughs> like a gymnast, and everyone was just like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> landed it like nine point four. <laughs> I'll tell you, the guy's landing was a zero point, a point zero two. Man, it was terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. But they hit a bunch. Woke up a bunch of other yeah. homeless guys. But his him, it like hit him perfectly. He just swept. It was wild. Oh my gosh. That is right. That's a yeah. good call, man. Those are That's two good- jaw dropping moments where I was like, "What the fuck?" Jaw dropping <laughs> moments. That's. I think. I think that that might be a a good segue into the final situation that we might put you in here, Shane. Mm. Oh, I did one last time, didn't I? Who Who was the one that answered? Oh, I did. I don't. I don't know if we got an answer because we started laughing halfway. Through. No, I did. I got. We got it. I think it's oh, Jake's turn. It's Jake. It's Jake's it turn. It is your turn. Oh, okay. I mean, well, never mind then. I, I was gonna. I, I had one cooking up for one of you guys. Oh, uh, okay. I, I can go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Me too. Okay. You got it. You got it, Z. Go ahead. All right. So, you're leaving church. Mm-hmm. You're with your family. You just had a great afternoon. You're getting ready to head off to wherever you're gonna eat. Pretty pumped. All your kids there getting ready to go to the car. Some rival dad walks up, spanks your wife on the butt. Very firm, very hard. What do you do? Ask him, why didn't he choose me? Look. Just started. I'm hitting my target. I feel like I'm hardened. Get green like the garden. I'm south like New Orleans. Get it jumping. They calling me Zion. Constrict shit like a python. Tiptoe down the pylon. Spent the bill on my song. Just to say I sound nice, on. Uzi done did it again. I was down five, down five. Had to bet 50 to win.